A name can mean so much, can't it? I mean, you carry it through your entire life. <laughs> it sort of goes without saying, doesn't it? Um, there were nearly 370,000 babies born in this country between July 1st, 2021 and June 30th, 2022. That's a lot of names. That's a lot of names. Strangely enough, we tend to come up with kind of the same ones. Not always, but certain names become very popular and lots of parents choose similar names for their children. I don't know what it was like when you were in primary school or in high school, but certainly primary school where you tended to be with the same kids a lot. You could really tell what names were popular because you'd go to school with a whole bunch of kids who had the very same name. I remember in my grade graduating class, there must have been four or five Andrews. There had to have been. Um, there were definitely several Sarahs, um, quite a few Stephanies, if I remember correctly. Lots of Jennifers, lots of Jennifers. Jennifer and Andrew would have to be the most common ones. Now, I grew up, I went to French school when I was young, so that was a very different scenario. There were tons of Philips, um, lots of Catherines, Catherine in French. You know, so you just sort of see those names, uh, you know, you see the trends. You see them day to day. You meet people. I remember that famous skit on Kids of the Hall, the Daves I know, right? My dad's name is David. There were so many Davids of a certain generation, so many Davids. Even now, there are still a few. I meet a lot more Bens now as well, needless to say. You'll find out why in a minute. Um, but names can be a challenge. You know, How do you pick a name that you like and then that fits the person who's going to carry it and so forth? We found out, of course, as we always did in an episode of Seinfeld, just how wrong it can go for someone like, say, George Costanza. I got a great name for our kids. A real original. You want to hear what it is? Eh? You ready? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Seven Costanza. You're serious? Yeah. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a girl, especially a girl or a boy. I don't think so. Well, you don't like the name? It's not a name. It's a number. I know. It's Mickey Mantle's number. So not only is it an all-around beautiful name, it is also a living tribute. It's awful. I hate it. Well, that's the name. Oh, no, it is not. No child of mine is ever going to be named Seven. All right, let's just stay calm here. Well, when you take it to an extreme, <laughs> that's what happens. Um, seriously, though. The online parenting website Baby Center has put out its list of top 100 newborn names for each girls and boys. It's gender divided. Um, and they don't give you their methodology necessarily, but it does provide an idea of what exactly is going on out there. And again, as I mentioned, there is some safety in numbers. You see similar names. Names letting, ending in the letter A, as always, very popular for girls this year. Names beginning with the letter L very popular for boys this year. So what is going on? Joining me now is Sarah Redshaw. She's managing editor of Baby Centre Canada. Thank you so much, Sarah. Hi, nice to meet you. So it's interesting. We often look at name lists of top 10 names, and then there are odd ones that someone from 20, 30 years ago might not recognize. But a lot of the top 10s tend to stay pretty consistent. And I guess we're seeing that again this year. Yeah, that's right. The top 10 names tend to kind of stay pretty much the same there might be some names that flip places a couple might drop out and then a few kind of come back in it's really in the top 100 that you start to see some more unusual names uh that kind of come in that, that, that make a comeback or they come in for the first time when we look at uh, girls names specifically i know olivia has been popular for a while it's back on top 
It's back on top. Uh, uh, Amelia has, has dropped a little bit yet. So uh, Olivia is the number one name again for Canada. Yeah, and, and rounding out the top 10, these are all names that are rel relatively familiar. They're also relatively traditional as well, if you look at them. Yeah, absolutely. And we tend to see that in Canada as well as um, kind of internationally as well. Parents do tend to stick with the more traditional names and they could be um, family names. They're, they're often considered really strong names, um, ones that aren't going to kind of, they're not a fad. They're not going to kind of fashion in five, 10 years time. Yeah, and we look at boys' names as well. There's some familiar ones in there. Again, maybe not names you would have been too familiar with. Like, I don't think Jackson would have been a common name uh, 30 years ago, but certainly, or 40 years ago, but certainly a lot of those names within the boys' names are also familiar. I'm happy to see Benjamin in there as well. Yeah, you, yeah, Ben Ben is doing all right, Benjamin. So you're a number 10, so you're kind of, you're doing better than Sarah. <laughs> I think Sarah's a number kind of 51 for Canada. So, um, you know, it, it's not too bad, but there's there's plenty of room for that to go up. Yeah, the boy's name is really interesting, especially if you look at him. We've got uh, Liam, Leo, Lucas and Luca in there. You know, nearly 50% wow. of the names in there start with an L. And, you know, Luca and Luke, obviously, re really, really popular. Yeah, what, um, what drives that, do you see? I mean, I know it's hard to guess because parents tend to not want to step out too too far out onto a limb with names, right? But you suddenly see sort of surges in, in certain sounds and names that tend to become really popular. And it wasn't, I was noticed that you saw Leo, Lucas, Luca, and uh, Liam all in there this year. Yeah, I mean, Lucas could be, I know, Stranger Things, you know, popular culture has has an impact on baby names and that can be TV programs. It could be, you know, celebrities. And I know there's a character in Stranger Things uh, called Lucas, so that could have given that a little bit of a bump. And, you know, Luca and Lucas are very similar. So the parents might have just been considering one or the other. When we look at the girls' side, just to remind listeners of what the top 10 looks like, Olivia, Sophia, Amelia, Emma, Ava, Charlotte, Lily, Hannah, Nora, Isabella, lots of A's in there. But a few different ones kind of, uh, as you mentioned earlier, those those names that come in from, um, come into the top 100, some interesting ones this year. Yeah, absolutely. And for girls, there's twice as many new entries um, than there is with boys. So as you mentioned, we've got Ava, Hannah, Nora and Isabella. They're all entering the top 10 there. So there's some really lovely names there that are coming in. And Hannah, interestingly, as well, there's there's no other country that, you know, that, that Baby Centre pulls this data from that has Hannah in the top 10. So really? that's really unique for Canada. Yeah, I wonder what drives that. And then some interesting ones in the top 100 as well. Some some new names that have come in that, that a name like Ruby, which is, you know, a, a very, a very uh, old sounding name. Yeah, absolutely. And we do see some of those kind of uh, 1920s kind of grandparents names kind of coming back. You know, Iris is uh, is in there as well, um, which is a kind of probably considered a little more uh, old-fashioned kind of name and um, that's come in there and some of the more kind of unusual names that have dropped you know Zane was is, is a big uh, loser uh, in Canada this year and that's dropped 78 places which is which is quite considerable really Zane mm, interesting yeah. and then on the boys side some names that you hear more of these days uh, but certainly a name like Arlo is 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 an old I think of Arlo Guthrie right I mean that's a, a more yeah. traditional name yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Parker as well. So some of those names that are kind of unusual, but kind of still considered kind of strong and steady, they're, they're kind of um, appearing in there. And for girls, um, I think parents possibly a bit more adventurous, you know, Aurora, that's had a huge growth this year for Canada, which, uh, you know, is a really great name. Yeah, it is an interesting name. Tell me a bit about what, what's been, what are some of the ones that are kind of uh, gaining momentum, so to speak? 
Yeah, well, as you mentioned, Arlo is very popular, um, Aurora, and there's some new names as well, like Sawyer, Rowan, and Atlas for boys as well, which are, you, you know, which are great names. Uh, I mentioned Iris earlier, as well as Maya and Zara. They're ones definitely to watch. I would expect to see them climb in the next couple of years for Canada. Atlas, you said? Yeah, Atlas. Right. I don't think I've met an atlas. I mean, I've read about an atlas, but not in the same context. Uh, well, you've said that now, and you know what will happen next week? You'll meet someone with a baby atlas. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. How does Canada compare, and you mentioned it earlier, that Hannah was not a name in the top 10 anywhere else. How does Canada compare, say, to other English-speaking countries such as that you look at, such as the UK or Australia, when it comes to sort of popular names and, and names that are unique to those places? Yeah, there are some similarities and, you know, and some differences. So taking the UK, for example, Olivia has been very popular as well as Sophia and uh, Amelia. Uh, they've all been very popular in the UK for the last kind of five, 10 years. But, you know, there's got some unique names there as well, like Nora. You know, that's not something that we see uh, in very high in the UK or some of the or Australia, for example, as well. So, Parents tend to go for very traditional kind of there could be religious or um, family names, and that tends to kind of stick through into those other countries as well. Yeah. In, in, uh, so what's been popular of late in Britain, for instance? Well, Britain, um, so we go we go through different phases. Um, right. Unfortunately, the royal names took a bit of a hit this year and um, most of the kind of royal names went down in popularity. But often some of those names, you know, William, um, Kate, for example, kind of, you, you know, stay the course and are very popular, um, as well as religious names as well. So we have Muhammad, we have um, Noah as well, similar to, to Canada as well. They do very well as well in the UK. Yeah, I was. I imagine names that reflect the, the the growing diversity of these countries too um, always come into play, and we 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 don't see them in the top ten. Uh, but I imagine there is in each country sort of uh, similarities between some of the names from people who come from other parts of the world. Yes, absolutely. And for some religions, the the name of the firstborn firstborn boy is always you know a traditional name. So they often have a sort of a smaller pool of names, whereas we find in the US, um, Canada, Australia and the UK, for example, you know, where it's a mix of different faiths, then different names kind of come up all the time. And, and in terms of fads, are there are there anything, I mean, I know it's hard to predict, right? But when you look through the, the popular names in, in Canada and in Britain and in Australia this year, uh, do you see any sort of things that are clearly linked to something that's been happening um, in the broader world? Like, what would you see, for instance, would we see a spike in Elizabeths at some point, do you think, in the near future? Yeah, absolutely. And in the UK, for example, we have seen a rise in some of the women football um, and commentary names this year. So um, some of the after the Lionesses um, victory, um, we've seen a spike in, in, in names there. You know, television has a huge impact as well. So a few years ago across, um, you know, Australia, Canada, uh, you know, in the UK, um, Game of Thrones, for example, had a had an impact as well. We saw some names kind of from that. I mentioned Stranger Things earlier. So so, you know, popular culture really plays a part as well. Yeah, it's interesting just to look at what's, uh, and, and this is something that you do every year, right? I mean, is, is it, how, it, it, do you notice real differences between different, I know you do it internationally as well. It's interesting how, um, do you see consistencies in, in how names move up and down these lists, depend, regardless of regardless of what country you're in? 
Um, so there's some some differences and, and and some kind of uniqueness really. So yeah, Baby Center pulls this data every year, and we do it across um, several countries. So and, and we compare and take a look at that. You know, in some countries, US for example, they have a really broad range of of names um, in their top 100, whereas kind of UK, Canada, Australia tends to be a little bit more concentrated. In the US, we see a lot of names that um, uh, um, perhaps traditionally uh, surnames like Parker, for example, or Jackson, for example. Um, so we see that a little bit more in the US and, and Canada than we do perhaps in Australia and the UK. And do you see more volatility in the lists in other places? I mean, one always thinks of sort of Canada, Britain, and, and well, certainly Canada and Britain as being relatively conservative spots, right? Do you see any sort of more volatility in those lists in other parts of the world? Um, we don't necessarily see any more, but there always are some, you know, unusual surprises, uh, you know, for some very unusual names. Um, you know, but that's the same in terms of names that are kind of going out of fashion and kind right. of extinct names. You know, if you want something really unique, then you probably look back to sort of the 70s or 80s and kind of names like uh, Gary, um, for example, or, um, Sheila, Kevin, you know, those kind of names tend not to be ha have a huge amount of new babies um, registered with that name. Yeah, and no, I don't imagine there's many babies named Gary these days, but I, I, you know, it will make a comeback. They all do at some point, don't they? Or Absolutely. Most. Yeah, it's cyclical. So, you know, eventually in 10, 20 years time, we might be having this conversation and talking about Gary taking the number one spot. Yeah, because I remember when I was young, Sarah and, you know, certainly Sarah was an incredibly, has always been an incredibly popular name. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just with, you know, within Baby Center, there's there's lots of Sarahs that are working and I've got lots of colleagues that are called Sarah. So definitely in the kind of 70s and early 80s, Sarah was a very popular name, you know, but now it's the number 50. So it's it's not faring too badly, but there's definitely not too like, bad. number 50. That's that's a drop. And, and Ben, which was relatively not obscure, but not that well known when I was young, uh, has become increasingly I've met lots more younger Bens than I did when I was growing up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and parents sometimes as well, they do choose kind of the longer names that they can shorten. So like Benjamin to Ben, for example, or Albert, they might have a child that's registered as an Albert, but are called Bertie. Um, you know, so you do see that um, happening quite a lot as well. Well, Sarah Redshaw, thank you so much for uh, for all your insight on this. Look forward to talking again next year. Thank you.